0: What's going on everyone? Thrift Berenger here and we are excited for the inaugural high school game day and we're live on location here at the Glenwood School and the number one Gators are taking on the number one Pacelli Vikings. Glenwood coming in as a preseason number one team in the AISA, that's Alabama. Pacelli coming in as a preseason number one team in the GIAA, that's Georgia. Pacelli was a defending state champions. Glenwood was state runner-up last year. Two elite programs, two great coaches. But, Richard, football's back, and I'm so glad we're actually having a pregame show unlike any other around here. High school game day right here at Glenwood.
1: Thrift, we finally made it to the first week of high school football. All the anticipation, all the preparation, it is finally here and I couldn't think of a better place to have high school game day right here at the Swamp. Just a great atmosphere here at Glenwood. Glenwood and Pacelli, wow. You can't ask for a better matchup.
0: You can't ask for a better matchup at all. So. Brief history about the Glenwood Gators. They The school started in the early 70s, and it has been a school for now going on 50 years. 50, 50 years. years last year. So this will be year number 51. They have won state championships. We're actually at the baseball state championship monument, and around us here on the turf is all the different state championships. They got 23. Um, they won their 23rd this past year, which is pretty incredible feat for this um, school. So. Glenwood one of the top programs in the AISA private school around this area. I'm actually an alumni of here. Um, I went here all four years of my high school career and I've enjoyed seeing this school continue to flourish um, even going back to the days that I was here as a student to now seem still being one of the top private schools around the area. But Richard, what are some of the other great facts you found out about Glenwood, including their football history?
1: Well, Glenwood started as a football program back in 1970. They won state championships in 1978, 91, and 92. And so it's been a while, it's been over 30 years that they have won a state championship, but they've gotten close. Yep. Uh, they've gotten to the championship game. And- in the last couple of years, uh, in fact, last year, they actually played Lee Scott Academy very close. They lost the game 35-21, to 21, uh, but if you saw how dominant Lee Scott Academy was last year, Glenwood, in the two times that Glenwood played Lee Scott, they were very close. They came the closest to beating Lee Scott, and, and I'll tell you, Coach Nelson's got a great team this year for the 2023 season.
0: And so I'm going to allude to what you were just talking about. They haven't won a state championship in over 30 years, but they've made to multiple state championships. They made it in 2011. They made it multiple times under head coach Jason Gibson over the last five or six seasons, and then again last year with Ryan Nelson. So they won a basketball state championship last year. They won a baseball state championship. Coach Redoux has got many of those in basketball. Coach Fanning, he's got nine of his own in baseball. But the one thing that this school covets more than anything is getting that illustrious football state championship, and they haven't done it in a long time. And they're thinking this year is the best Glenwood team they've had and they fielded in a long time. And that's saying something because they've had some excellent players come through here and excellent teams over the last 10 to 15 seasons. Richard, what are some of the things you're interested in seeing with the Glenwood team heading into this year?
1: I would like to see the development of Dallas Crow. He was a starter last year. He was a dual threat quarterback. He was second on the team in rushing to JT Banks who is now at Lane College. He had over 800 yards rushing and he threw for 26 touchdowns. Wow. He was able to throw the football in the air and when the pocket collapsed he could roll to the right. He can get out of trouble and he can make plays with his legs but he has lost some weapons. I mean, he Aaron Burton yep. is no longer here. JT Banks. Yep. Uh, they do have some uh, players that are stepping in and I'm looking forward to seeing the development of Dallas Crow. and I think that he is going to have a great season just looking at what he did last year I had the privilege of calling several games for Glenwood and I was very impressed with how Dallas Crow could throw the ball down the field when he has a clean pocket he could air it out with the best of them
0: yes he can he's an extremely A good athlete that can dual threat as you talked about. He can make plays with his legs. He obviously can make plays with his arm. Coach Delson really truly believes in him. He is the leader of this team and you know what Richard looking at this Glenwood roster there's 65 players on it. Now I'm going back to when I played back in the 2010-2011 range and Richard, we had, you know, 30, 40 kids. You know, one of my friends, Judson Humphreys, he's going to come in on the show. He is one of our sponsors, Zaxby's. We're doing a special thing, 25% off on Zaxby's um, tomorrow at the Phoenix City location and Ladonia location. I'm going to give you the code when he joins in with me. But he played here, and he will attest to this. We had a good roster. We had 30, 40 kids. We were proud of that. We thought that was a lot. 65? That's pretty much unheard of, especially for a private school. So they got a lot of depth, and that's one thing Coach Jones for Pacelli, that's what worried him the most is the depth that Glenwood has, especially on the offensive and defensive line. So we got a mega matchup, number one versus number one. I am excited about these Gators and Vikings, and now we're going to transition to the Pacelli Vikings. Dwight Jones. He's coached about every school in the Tri-City area. (laughs) He's coached in Harris County. He's coached in Russell County. He's coached in Hardaway. I'm gonna leave off some schools, but now he is at Pacelli, and he has turned that program, that not about five or six years ago, just like the basketball program with Corey Black, they were like two and eight, oh and 10, morbid program. And now he has him as one of the best private schools, not only in the area, but in the state of Georgia as well. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen with them. Coach Jones' team went 9-1 in the regular season last yes. year, made it to the state championship. What are some things that you see with this Pacelli team coming in this year?
1: Well, this is a very young Pacelli team. I mean, they're, they had a ma- major experience last year with Cam Ellis. He has graduated. You have uh, Jalen Turner. He's also graduated as well. But you got a a new quarterback. You talked about him. uh, You have AZ Justy. He is gonna be the top wide receiver for the Pacelli Vikings. But you look at Brown, who is a junior. He is gonna be the starting quarterback for Dwight Jones Pacelli Vikings, who you talked about them winning a GIAA championship. It was a very low scoring game. It was at Five Star Stadium in Macon. They defeated Stratford Academy 10-0. But let's talk about the game, the semifinal game where Cam Ellis had like a fourth and forever, yeah. and he he ended up putting the cape on, and he was able to to really break the hearts of uh, Brookstone Cougar fans and uh, Cam Ellis, who's he's been hanging around. I mean, he he's helping out with the Saint Mark basketball camp, yep. and you know he's a very proud uh, Pacelli Viking. And this is really two incredible fan bases that are here at the Swamp, and I expect Pacelli fans to make the trip and pack that visitor's side oh, of the bleachers. No
0: doubt about it. Just like we saw last year, Glenwood represented themselves very well. I mean, we're talking about a 20-minute drive right over the bridge. I'm expecting the same thing for the Pacelli Vikings. I want to talk about that run when I was actually on the field with Brookstone. Fourth and 23, Cam Ellis was dead to rights, looks like he was about to be sacked, and made an unbelievable play all the way to the one-yard line. They scored the next play, and then... They end up beating Brooks on the head to the state championship. but like you talked about, they lost Cam Ellis. They lost James Horton, They lost their elite running back, Jalen Turner. But teams like Pacelli, like Glenwood, they don't rebuild. They reload. And they're going to be reloading. Now, one of the things Coach Jones talked about is who's going to be the leader for this team. They lost a lot of leadership. And that's one of the things that worries Coach Jones heading into the season when we did an interview with him earlier in the week um, Christian Brown was a sophomore last year he didn't get much playing time on the football team he was a really good player backup guard for the basketball team he's talented he's athletic but he doesn't have a lot of experience and heading into a matchup like the one we're seeing tonight hostile environment here at the swamp that's asking a lot for a first-year starter but coach Jones believes in him his coaching staff believes in him and I think they got him prepared. Again, should be a great matchup against Glenwood. AZ Justy, he's six foot three. The guy is a phenomenal athlete. I remember seeing him uh, during the basketball game. He was dunking out the wazoo. He's also a great wide receiver as well. Yeah, he can exactly. catch the ball all over the field. When you see him, I think Randy Moss, a T.O., a possession-type receiver, the guys that are big and physical. So this Pacelli team's got athletes and they got skill players the question is can christian brown get it to them in time and can the offensive line that had to replace a lot of starters can they keep him upright can they protect him a lot of questions heading in this game but coach uh, jones said he had a really good offseason developing them and i expect them to be ready so richard any other final thoughts before we head on to our next thing here on the georgia alabama sports live high school game day show
1: well, Pacelli, like you mentioned, is a very young team. But AZ Justy, last year with four touchdowns, he had 380 reception uh, receiving yards. Yeah, And I, I think that he is going to be the playmaker. Just throw the ball up and down with the football. Yeah. And on the side of Glenwood, really, it's going to start with the offensive line. Whoever controls the line of scrimmage should have a good night
0: tonight. I completely agree. And before we have our next guest on, I do want you to give a quick recap because you were bugging me. Last night We got to recap the two games that happened last <laughs> night. I was like, all right, Richard, I will make time to recap LaGrange versus Carver Atlanta game and then Chambers Coaches here at Glenwood, he's the coach at Chambers. They were playing Lee Scott, the defending state champion for AISA. What happened in those two games, Richard?
1: Well, let's start with Chambers and Lee Scott. Lee Scott, uh, it was a defensive <laughs> battle. They were up 14 to nothing in the beginning of the game. Uh, Chambers Academy did put up a touchdown. Lee Scott wins the game. ...improving, and they went toe-to-toe with a, I don't know if it's a rebuilding team by Buster Daniel, their head coach of the Lee Scott Academy Warriors, right? but also a big shout out to the Lee Scott Academy Network, Jacob Goings, the play-by-play announcer, did a phenomenal job on the broadcast, I was able to watch the game on the Lee Scott Network, now let's move over to Callaway Stadium. Before
0: you do that... Chambers is only a 1A school. So that's true. Just like in the GIAA, there's 1A, 2A, and 3A. Same thing for the AISA. There's 1A, 2A, and 3A. So they're a 1A school. They're much smaller than Lee Scott. The fact they kept it close, that's a testament to Coach Jason Allen and his staff.
1: Unbelievable. And I thought that Chambers Academy, which Glenwood will play for the season finale. Now let's go over to LaGrange taking on Carver of Atlanta, one of the top teams in 3A at Callaway Stadium. LaGrange had the 7 nothing lead. You know, they lost twenty-eight to twelve, but that it was more much closer than that. Yeah. They were down fourteen to twelve. They were about to punch it in to take the lead. The running back fumbles, carve of Atlanta, scoop and score to the house, 97 yards, and then they t- capped it off on a pick six. Wow. And so they won it twenty-eight to twelve. But it was a great game. And hats off to the Lagrange Grangers and head coach Matt Napier for really a valiant effort against one of the top teams in 3A. A-
0: exactly right. So thank you, Richard, for that recap. All right. Time to bring my next guest on. And this guy is a longtime friend of mine. He also is feeding the entire GASL, Georgia, Alabama Sports Live staff. It is my good friend, Judson Humphreys from Zaxby's. Judson, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. I'm so glad you're here too, Judson. So, a couple things. First things first, you played here at Glenwood. Talk about your experiences, what Glenwood means to you, and then also talk about why you wanted to sponsor the live streams and high school athletics around the area.
2: Well athletes are a big deal here for sure but for me um Glenwood is family. I mean I met my wife here my three kids go here now right. my brother went here right. my mom coached here you know I mean so for me I bleed orange and white my whole family. <laughs> and so I, I still think we only Scott you know all those kind of things. So. um there's no doubt I'm passionate about it and that's one of those things where from the Zaxby side of things, giving back to the community, you know, you're, you've been my friend since high school and giving back to you when I can and trying to help out my, my, you know, school, being an
0: alumni, doing right. everything I can with all that, so it's really what it's all about for me. And I appreciate that uh, Judson, I love the support. You see this awesome platter right here and that's the next thing I'm going to ask Judson, this is a tailgate platter you're not going to get anywhere else, so football season upon us. You got high school football on Friday. You got college football on Saturday. You got NFL on Sunday. That's three days. You're going to have to feed people, and there's not a better place to feed people than Zaxby's. So talk about all the tailgating um, stuff that y'all have for people that want to be able to have you – I can't even think of the word right now. Come yeah. and cater. Yeah, cater their, their it. event.
2: <laughs> well, okay, so we have a pretty big catering menu. It doesn't get used as often as you know it probably should. Right. Um, but we have a lot of great options to um, really feed a bunch of people for a relatively you know fair price. And the good news is too, you can get stuff like what's shown here is the sampler, where you can get fingers and wings. You can also do it with boneless wings. Uh, we have. You know, uh, our salad bars, which are, you know, for those people who want to eat a little healthier, which that's not really what college game day and all that's about. But everybody but,
0: loves a sensation salad. salad. Come on now. Yeah,
2: well, that just keeps coming and going. You know, said LTO, <laughs> and it, they always get mad at me when it's gone, and um, kind of like the McGrib at McDonald's, and then, right. you know, just keeps coming back. But, right. Um, but, no, we got tons of good catering options. Chips is something that is really – that's what I like to tell people about because it holds really good, feeds a big crowd. It comes with the same season and salt awesome. that's on our fries, and, um that's something that really is just underplayed in my opinion but we have a lot of great options um and yeah we're we're always here we have online ordering and we have an app now Um, that started and it's it's really going good you can get discounts through it things like that um so yeah just order ahead or call ahead and we'll
0: have it ready for you speaking of discounts i'm about to give you the discount code to do something that I think is really special tomorrow with Zaxby's and we want you to support all Zaxby's but specifically the one in Phoenix City and Ladonia that's where my friend Judson he's in charge of those two and those two locations only those two so if you go to the Columbus one or anywhere else they're not going to do this discount it's only those two locations you get 25% off all day tomorrow, anything on the menu, and that's, that's right, right yeah, Justin? The, the
2: And we made that clear, it's the whole order. So if you order five big Zack snacks, it'll be 25% off the entire the entire order, whatever you get. Nice. So. It's gonna be the
0: discount code GAS Live. That's all you gotta say. Gas live. I, I would prefer you not to say gas live, I prefer <laughs> you to say G-A-S live. Right, that's right. But either way, you say that at either one of those locations. Zaxby's gonna hook you up with 25% off. I'll also be live tomorrow giving that discount code again, G A S Live, and go to those two locations, get 25% off your order. Justin, anything else before we let you go?
2: No, I just appreciate you having me on. I'm really glad to see a couple of alumni here back supporting Swamp and, uh, being here, and all I gotta say is go Gators
0: tonight. Go Gators, and thank you so much Judson, and make sure to support Zaxby's Kickin' Chicken Sandwich, one of my favorite things on the menu. Thank uh-huh. you Judson. Yes,
2: Thanks,
0: all right, my next guest, I'm gonna bring him on. He's my partner in crime, he's my radio guy, he's given me so many opportunities. It's none other than Mr. DJ Jones of Sports Vision. DJ, how are you? I'm wonderful, man, how are you? I'm doing excellent, I'm gonna mic you up real okay. quick. All right, we're gonna do a quick interview. I know Richard, I'm gonna let you ask some questions too. DJ, first things first, thank you so much for coming on our inaugural show. You're going to be the helmet gear picker. He's going to be the one. So if he doesn't pick your school, don't take it up with me. <laughs> take it up with DJ. Uh, but listen, you can hear the Sports Visions Radio Show every Monday and Thursday, 92.1, Smooth R&B. Let me tell you some of the guests we've had on. Ronnie Brown on Monday. Quincy Carter. Ronnie Brown, legendary player at Auburn. Quincy Carter, legendary player at Georgia. These are some of the few great guests. Charles Oakley, legendary player in the NBA. But DJ Sports Visions is more than that, and I'm going to let you tell the story of what is Sports Visions.
3: Well, Sports Visions is a creation of uh, a dream, really, of my longtime buddy and partner Dale Williams. We started almost 20 years ago, back in 2004, and uh, we wanted to basically just uh, you know give these young athletes, student athletes, and coaches an opportunity to be recognized and celebrated. Right. And you know, it started with the television show, and then obviously uh, we created the uh, awards luncheons which was the football, which is the longest running now, 16 years. Yep. We also wanted to take care of the female athletes because they're just as much a part of, of the system as anybody. And we're working on our ninth year with uh, honoring those young ladies. Awesome. And, of course, uh, you know, this year we're looking to do even more because there's a lot of opportunities. You know, we've done a lot, but Thrift, you know,
0: I tell you all the time, there's so much more we can do. Yep, and we're growing. And, again, you can listen to the show, 921 Smooth R&B, and the Sports Visions Facebook page as well. All right, DJ. You talked about many of the events that we have and we do. You mentioned the football awards luncheon, but I think that's something that we really need to hit home on right now. For those who don't know, it's going on 16 years, and I want to let you, who of all some of the coaches that you've had come and speak at this wonderful event?
3: Let me see if I can get this in in about 30 seconds, (laughs) man. Obviously, we started at the Hilton Garden Inn with about 155, 160 uh, people, seats, again, and uh, you know what, a few years in, Nick Saban, was our was our guest and you know we had to get out of that little spot and that's when we moved downtown to the uh to the great uh 400 500 seater with of course st luke ministry center but nick saban has been here three times kirby smart has been here twice of course we started in the very beginning with some of my uh, former teammates and some of my buddies you know the jeremiah Castillos of the world the, the steve wallaces the brinson buckners right uh, you know it, it's those those were the guys who started but one thing that people really don't know mark greek was the first college coach that wanted to be a part of it because he was recruiting the area. He understood how rich and talented uh, that this area was. Right. And that's where it, it blossomed because you know how coaches are. They're always trying to one-up each <laughs> other. And Mark Rick started it off And here we are now in year 16. And uh, really, we don't we don't get any
0: no's. Anybody we call, they want to come. Exactly. You talked about Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, and these players that may not have an opportunity to ever be near a Nick Saban or a Kirby Smart or a Mark Rick or a Gus Malzahn or a Dabo Sweeney. They get that here. So at the end of the season, that's when we uh, uh, congratulate and give awards to all the great teams, all the great coaches and players around the area. That's coming up in December. So make sure to tune in to Sports Visions so you can hear how you can tune in and how you can be a sponsor and a part of of that great football awards luncheon. Last thing we're going to talk about, DJ, is you do a tour with Morehouse School of Medicine. And our pick'em is powered by Morehouse School of Medicine. This live is presented by Zaxby's and sports visions. So talk about the tour. You went around to many different high schools around the area, talked to the players and coaches and motivated them for the upcoming season.
3: You know, everybody always hear about the accolades and you know, if you won championships, I've won a few SEC championships, of course, national championship but you know what people want to think that it's you know it's something that can't be you know attained and, and, and I want and I want those kids to understand it's simple right you know first of all you have to be a good person and I and I basically they they want to hear about all the great players I played with the Herschel Walkers and the Walter Pages that played against it you know what but I don't go there I, I stay right here I talk about home, I talk about our neighborhood, I talk about where I'm from, where I grew up, the same schools, the same playgrounds, the same recreation centers that their kid, those kids are playing at now, right. and their parents. So that meant that, you know, from this community, they could possibly achieve, so... I want, to, I want them to be good good people first and, first and foremost.
0: And then you also had Morehouse come and they were able, Ms. Chandra, to talk about the opioid addiction that happens. And for those who don't know, that's when you take painkillers and stuff and the kids get addicted to it. And that is a problem. It, more than you realize, and she was doing a really good job showing the kids of what to look out for, so they don't have that type of problem.
3: Absolutely, again, a, a tremendous partner, and again, to go in and to educate these kids, and we take real life subjects in and, and put it in front of them because this is this is what they're they're going through right now, and you'll be surprised at how many kids are up and familiar with it because you know if they if they are not involved, they got their family members, their teammates, somebody that they know is is, is affected by these opioids, and we just try to go in and talk about the you know the the.
0: Awareness and, and, and the measures of staying away and what to do if you have a situation. Exactly right. All right, I'm gonna take this from me real quick. We're actually having a share of mics. If you see us passing around, we're we're about to do our Morehouse School of Medicine high school pick'em, and we're gonna bring on our special guest picker, a good friend of mine, my high school basketball coach, Coach Dusty Purdue. Come on in, Coach Dusty Purdue, the head basketball. Girls and boys, he's a crazy person. He wants to be the girls JV and varsity, and boys JV and varsity coach. He's always busy, and he's also the PA announcer for the football team. Coach Purdue, how are you? Doing great. This thing's fixing to pick up. I yeah. just want you to know, I am excited
4: to be here. Uh, first time you've been on the campus doing this. Yep. We're with Legends. I'm sitting here with two guys that know what they're talking about. I couldn't be more excited about
0: being here today. Me either, Coach. All right, let's give a little background history for those who don't know. You got a dad who's a legendary coach around this area, Bubba Ball. He coached at a lot of high schools around here, one-state championships. Talk about what it means for football season around this area, how big of a deal it is, and what it meant to you seeing someone like him be successful.
4: Well, uh, let's talk about that guy next to you, because I got to see him play in high school when I was a ball boy for Coach Ball at Shaw (laughs) High School uh, down at Memorial Stadium. Uh, If I remember correctly, number 17? Absolutely. If I remember that correctly, uh, and uh, Herman Archie on that team? Yes. I'm getting chills just talking about it. My dad, uh, I spent some time playing uh, for him and was the ball boy for him, watching legends like this, Nate Odoms, those guys at Carver. Uh, it just it means a lot. Football season means a lot. I don't coach football anymore, and I did for eight or nine years. But uh, my thing is now, I'm here. I'm the voice of on Friday nights for the Gators here at the Swamp. And uh, we're excited about having y'all here. We're excited about the opportunity for y'all to get to call this game. Two really good programs, very well coached, going head-to-head tonight. And, uh, you know, Coach Ball, you know, passed away about four or five years ago. Uh, He would have been 101 this past birthday that he had. But uh, his legend still lives on. Uh, I'm not going to mention him without mentioning the lady of his life, that's my mother, who's also a legend. And she's probably watching right now, so if we don't mention the other legend, (laughs) I'm going to get in trouble. There's two Coach Balls in my life, and uh, they're both very, very strong. And uh, I'm just a second-generation
0: coach, and I hope I'm just a chip off the block of them. And so you see that big rock on his finger. This is a guy, <laughs> I had to wear that. Oh, no doubt yeah. about it. I had to wear that tonight. He just won a state championship. He's won multiple state championships. Says Glenwood, he's the greatest Glenwood basketball coach in the history of oh, the school. A lot. Uh, it is saying a lot. But there's no doubt about that, Coach Purdue. All for right. That. And also, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I didn't even mention, if you want to be able to watch the watch the live stream, we're going to be live on our Facebook page, George Alabama Sports Live, and our YouTube channel. Well, there's two of your friends who are related to me that are watching right now. It's the Ball Boys. <laughs> They're watching
4: Austin and Alex, my two little brothers. I want to send a shout-out to
0: them. Shout-out to Austin and Alex. Love them. <laughs> love our playing days together as well. All right, without further ado, that's why everybody's tuning in. We're going to do our pick em. And without further ado, the first game is a game that is really close to my man right here, DJ Jones. He played at Carver. The Carver Tigers went all the way to the Elite Eight last year, DJ. They're 9-3. They're taking on Hardaway, who got a new coach. Where are you going? obviously uh you know what
3: <laughs> I, 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 are you kidding i love coach mckenzie and again I, I'm, I'm glad he's here for the first time first year with hardaway but they're gonna get killed tonight by Har- by carver
0: i think so too i'm gonna take carver in a, in a landslide i think coach mckenzie's doing the right thing but when you're taking on a juggernaut like carver that's asking a lot what are some of the things you're looking forward to tonight richard
1: i really am looking forward to the development of freshman quarterback for hardaway uh, robbie gary i think that he is going to have a Great game, and I think that Carver is just one of those teams that just to continue reloading. I mean, yes, they lost Navelle Dean. They lost Jamari Riley. They lost Keldon Smith. They're all playing at the next level. But they've got a special team. Coach Pierre Coffey in his second year, it, it's looking – look out. I mean, Carver, it, it could – I know last year it was close in the first half. I mean, it, it could be really a blowout, like you mentioned, DJ. Well – I've been to On the Hill. I have played on the
4: field uh, that named after Coach McGee. Now they've yes, renamed yeah. it. Uh, played JV there, and uh, it wasn't fun. And uh, <laughs> hey, I've seen uh, Coach McKenzie's new helmets with the new uh, the new logo on the side, like with the duck. Feather? But that's not going to get it done for him tonight. Uh, I'm taking Carver big.
0: Yep. We're all, so that's four for Carver right there. All right, next one. And, I'm Richard, I'll let you pick this one first. We got Northside we got Columbus. You called that Northside game. They made it to the playoffs last year. Went 10-2, and won the region for the first time in a long time. Coach Oropes is having to replace a lot of seniors. But I still think they got a really good program. I think they're going to be a good team still in 5A this year. They take on Columbus. Who you got? You got to think of the
1: quarterback battle here between Caden Clay and Robert Hartford of Columbus. This is a rivalry game. Northside – they're going to feel like not having Malachi Hosley is going to be big. But like you mentioned in media days, let Caden Clay cook. <laughs> I think Northside
3: wins big. All right, DJ, what do you
0: got? Northside of
3: Columbus. Just the fact that it's a 5A school, and obviously Coach Alvarez has a tremendous program. But going up against, again, a very... Uh, courageous Columbus High School team, but I think that'll be another big victory for Northside.
0: And I'm glad you mentioned that courageous coach, Phil Marino. He had health problems last year. He came back better than ever. He is the longest tenured coach around the area. Shout out to him at Columbus High. But I'm with you. I think Northside's too much, Coach Purdue.
4: Let me give you a little history lesson. <laughs> Phil Marino. Prayers out to him, by the way. Yep. Both boys went to Glenwood. Did not know that. Yes, sir. Both of them <laughs> played over here. Uh, coach Orpeza, I think second year, right? Yep. Young coach. Um, don't go against the Patriots tonight. I'm taking Northside, maybe two touchdowns.
0: I'm hoping that we're all going to be picking different teams <laughs> right now because we're all on the same page. <laughs> go ahead. Next one, I'm going to let Coach Renew pick this one. This is the school he went to. It's the Shaw Raiders, and they got a new guy, Johnny Gardner. He is related to the great Charles Flowers. They're coming in last year, 4-7, and seven, revamped offense. A lot of momentum heading with the Shaw team. They take on Marion County, who went 2-9 last year. What are your Raiders doing? Quit taking away my information. <laughs> Coach
4: Garner met him. I knew him as a kid. It is related to the legend, who's like a big brother, big father to me, Coach Flowers. Was really good with my dad my mom. Um, I'm excited about the silver and black sort of coming back a little bit. Yep. He's got a ways to go, but I think he's turned some heads. Uh He's been on TV a couple of times doing some documentaries and stuff. I cannot go against the silver and black. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to take Shaw Raiders, big. Oh, you got to add the big in there too. I'm taking the big,
1: (laughs) Richard. I think what Coach Garner has is something special. He's really taken over a program that made the playoffs last year. They went four and seven, and he's just carrying the legacy of, of what Shaw U is. What we're trying to get back to the early 2000s. I think that Coach Garner. He's got a great team. Now they go to Buena Vista. It's a hostile environment. They got a good fan base down there, Marion County and Buena Vista. But Shaw, I saw them in their uh, their jamboree, and uh, they looked pretty good. And they're going to continue to throw the football down the field. I like Shaw in this game on the road in a hostile
3: environment.
0: DJ, you got to talk to the Shaw Raiders. What do you think about this team? you think they're going to win big? And how excited are you about with Coach Gardner?
3: Well, Marion County is coming in with a lot of tradition and a lot of, uh, uh, you know, a lot of great history. But that's not going to help them tonight. I think Johnny Gardner in his first year with the Raiders, again, I think he's on, on on path and on on slate to turn this program around and go back to the Shaw Raiders of old.
0: That's four Shaw Raiders right there. Next one, <laughs> the Kendrick Cherokees, team that went 1-9 and nine last year. They got new coach Robert Martin in his second season. It's a rebuilding project. I think he's got the team on the right path. They play Seminole County. They're 4-7. and seven. They're a really good team, DJ, and they're playing at Seminole County. I'm going to say Kendrick loses this game, but a close one. What about you? I'm going to go with the home team.
3: I mean, you know what? I don't know a whole lot about Seminole County, but I know what? I'm just going with the home team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I like that answer,
0: yeah. DJ. Richard?
1: I'm calling the upset. I'm a believer in what Coach Martin is doing with the Kendrick Cherokees. I think that they're in the right path, not to the point. Of the ninety-two team led by running back Del McGee that won the state title. But I we talked about Kendrick been proven. I see them getting the upset on the road tonight against Seminole County. Who'd you say the coach was at Kendrick? Robert Martin. Let
4: me give you some more history. Okay. From Griffin High School. Yep. Coached with our coach Ryan Nelson for a year at Griffin High School before Ryan took this job. Wow.
0: I'm going to go with Coach Griffin. I'm going with the Kendrick (laughs) Cherokees just because of his relationship with Coach Nelson. So we got two Cherokees. We got two Seminole County. We want Kendrick to win, but we just think that's a little too much on the road. Next one, Harris County. I call them the sleeping giant. They're a 5A school. If they ever get it right, the talent's there. They have a potential to be a great team. DJ, they take on a juggernaut, (laughs) Troop County, Teo Todd, he's a highlight film. On the road, team that went all the way to semifinals, Harris County at Troop County. Where are you going? I'm going with the Sports Visions Player of the Year, Teo Todd and the Troop <laughs> County team. Yeah, I'm taking the same one. I think Troop County is going to be way too much. It's going to probably be ugly at, at the second half. But shout out to Coach Tommy Watson.
1: Troop County is a juggernaut. They are a competitor for a state title in 4A. Teo Todd is a human highlight film. And not not just Tayo Todd. They have some top recruits, according to Rivals.com, with Kwab Burtz on and Noah Dixon. And they're playing at Callaway Stadium. Harris County is improved. I like Levi Watson as a quarterback. But I think that Troop County is going to win and win big.
4: Tanner Glisson, the head coach at Troop County, saw him play at Manchester back in the day for my nephew, Jeremy Williams. And uh, I know they are really, really good. Love the name. Teo Todd, Yes, great name, (laughs) great player. I'm
0: taking Troop big. (laughs) Next one, Greenville. Went two and seven last year and they take on Spencer at the Otis Spencer Stadium. Spencer went 10-3. They got a really good program with Gary Gaither, one of the top quarterbacks in the state. Spencer versus Greenville. Where are you going, DJ? I'm going with the Green Waves, a
3: high-powered offense. Again, you mentioned Gaither. He's going to throw it off. He'll probably throw for two or three hundred yards tonight and a couple of touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing too. Coach Kekla's got these boys rolling heading in hot after last year's region championship.
1: I've got the Spencer Green Wave and future. 2A Player of the Year, Gary Gaither. He's in his third year and he's got a great team. And Coach Kegler, I think that Spencer ends up being the favorites to win the Regions. And Greenville, that's a tough task. They're a team in, in 1A Division One. A big shout out to Greenville, home of NBA, two-time NBA champion, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Yeah. It's just that in football, it's a little tougher, especially going in a hostile environment, Otis Spencer. and Thrift, I gotta say, is this the first time in Columbus history that all three high school stadiums are gonna be in action tonight?
0: Uh, I think so. I don't know if it happened last year because the school, the the stadium, opened in October. Exactly. But that would be a pretty cool thing. Right. Uh, Spencer's really, really good. Coach Kegler does a great job.
4: I'm gonna take Spencer also because I looked on Max Preps today. Greenville's only dressing 15 to 18 players oh, somewhere in this hot out here. Yeah. <laughs> they wear down in the third quarter if it's even close. Spencer, big, big.
0: Coach Purdue, everybody's big <laughs> right now with his picks. I love it. All right, we got two more. One more before the matchup that everybody's looking forward to. We got Calvary versus Cherokee. Calvary Christian's got a new coach, Emmanuel Brutson. We've had him on the Sports Vision Radio Show. We believe in him, but they're a young team and they take on the defending state champions in gaps, Cherokee, on the road. Where are you going, DJ? I'll tell you what, uh, I know that uh, the Cherokee is tough, but I'm going with the home team. Okay. I'm, I'm going to kick the bucket a little bit. I'm going with the home team. I'm going to go with a Calvary. Uh, Christian Knights, I think they're going to keep it close. And I'm going to pick the upset just because I love Brunson. It's probably not going to happen, but I'm going to go on a limb anyway. Calvary beats Cherokee. I'm going with the upset too.
1: Calvary Christian is going to go on the road and beat the defending gaps champion, Cherokee Christian. I'm a believer in what Coach Brunson is doing at Calvary. And yes, they, they are going to miss the running back, Jaden Mason. I mean, he was all-world last year. They did finish 6-6, six and six, but what? Coach Brunson has done. What he does best is developing these players, and I think that they can compete with any team in the gaps, including the defending champions, so I'm picking the Knights in an upset.
4: We get to announce who wins these picks, right? Oh, yeah. You're announcing who I'm going to keep up with these. I'm supposed to pick the local team. It's a school that you coached at, by the way. Correct. Started there. Yeah. But I'm going with Cherokee because I'm trying to win this thing because I want you to say my name next week. So, I know, they, and I looked them up, they scored a lot of points last year, Cherokee yep. did, a lot of points. The When they played last year, Calvary and Cherokee, it was like 51-27. Yeah. So, Calvary was in the game. But
0: I'm trying to win, so I'm taking Cherokee. All right, we're finally here. It's the matchup of all matchups, the preseason GIAA team, San Ampacelli Vikings, defending state champions, taking on the preseason number one AISA team in Alabama, state runner up last year. The Glenwood Gators should be a great matchup. Richard, you're on the call in the game. We're going to follow the ESPN rule where you can't pick the game you're calling. Of so give us some inside key uh, points uh, for the game you're looking forward to.
2: All right, the keys
1: of the game, let's start with Glenwood. Uh, Dallas Crow, if he has a clean pocket, he could throw the ball down the field. But Which receiver is going to step up for the Glenwood Gators? I mean, Aaron Burton is no longer there. Jackson Milam, great punt returner last year. The McCrane brothers, he's got to find a weapon to go down the field. They're going to miss JT Banks. Who's going to carry the workload in the backfield? As for Pacelli, Brown coming in as a junior quarterback, he has got big shoes to fill with Cam Ellis leaving. But Pacelli is a very young team. If they can get to Dallas Crow force some turnovers in this hostile environment, although I think this is going to feel like a neutral field, you're going to have probably just as much fans of Pacelli as Glenwood, so I don't think home crowd is going to be an, a factor, so th- that's the key to whoever can control the line of scrimmage and force turnovers, that's who's going to win the game.
0: I hope all the fans out there, because they're going to make it hostile, Richard Holger <laughs> said that, I not Fred Beringer. All I right, Coach Perdue, we know where you're going, but why do you think they're going to win?
4: Well, let's talk a little bit. There's a lot of history in this game that, you know, uh, we only started playing them last year was yep. the first time. But this is our second year. The coach graduated from Glenwood at Picelli. Dwight Jones played here and coached here. So there's a lot of history here. Uh, I like where our team is right now. We returned Dallas Crow, who was a big part of the game last year. Uh, don't worry about his arm. You better worry about his legs because <laughs> he can run the football too. Uh, you want to know what – wide receiver we're going to throw to, he's number 12. His name's Mason McCrane. You may have heard that name before because he won me a basketball game last year to get (laughs) me to the state championship. He's about 6'6", and him and AZ are going to match up against each other. There's another 6'6 on the other side, so that's going to be a great matchup all night. I think that's going to be something to watch. What's going to happen is their defense is really good. Pacelli's defense is really good. Can we move the football is going to be the question. They don't have Tim Tebow anymore. He's playing in Chattanooga playing basketball. So, they don't have him anymore. So, they're breaking in a new quarterback. I hope we get to. Not
0: so fast, my friend. Oh, look at that. Not so fast. First one.
4: Take the chop, The Gators <laughs> by two touchdowns.
0: Oh, I love it. All right. We're finally here. We got a not so fast, my friend. I love the reference, Coach Renu, to Klee Corso. All right. DJ Jones, without further ado, number one versus number one. Give me your insight. Where you Where are you going?
3: Well, both teams have uh, tremendous coaches. Coach Jones uh, with Pachelli and Coach Nelson with the Gators. Uh, I tell you, man, it's uh, it's a tough choice, and I know both teams uh, are number one in the state of Alabama and, and of course, Georgia. Uh, but when you talk about uh, this Pachelli team, I tell you, man, it's uh, they lost a lot of firepower. But my choice <laughs> for winning tonight will be. The Gators, Hello. <laughs> no, gators <laughs> Look at that. Oh, he's, been trying, he's been trying to put the helmet on. Look,
0: he's going to try to put it on. Look at that. <laughs> we're about right DJ Jones loving it, it. It picks the Gators. That's
4: the way, baby. <laughs> Thank
0: you to Justin Updrees and Zaxby. CJ Jones and Sports Vision's coach, Dusty Purdue. Make sure to tune in tonight. Thank you all so much. And we love everyone that supports Georgia, Alabama Sports Live. From Thrift Baron to Richard Olgers, Dusty Purdue, DJ Jones. We're signing off. It's Glenwood versus Bocelli coming up in about an hour and a half
1: good morning everybody welcome to a special saturday morning edition of the sports beat with richard holdridge i am your host richard holdridge i'm glad to be here and this is going to be a recap show as we had a late late night last night it is the first week of high school football in the chattahoochee valley as I had the privilege of calling the Glenwood Pacelli game with Thrift Behringer on Georgia-Alabama Sports Live, and that was a success. And we also had a successful high school game day show where the guest picker was DJ Jones, and also the Glenwood head basketball coach of the boys' and girls' team, Dusty Purdue, was also a guest picker as well. And it was a lot of fun. Basically, this is going to be a show in preparation for the weekly show that Thrift Barringer and I are doing tomorrow night on Georgia Alabama Sports Live. Usually, when I do my show on the Sports Beat, it's aired five days a week on WQEE from two to three. And I just love talking sports. I break down as much sports as I can, going through all of the sporting events in the Chattahoochee Valley. And with high school football season here, it is going to be very difficult to try to get as much stuff in a show because I only have an hour. I may have to cut back on the guests because there's so much content to get into where I may just have to talk about it all and I just won't have time to get a guest on. But next week's show, I do plan on having Gabe Reynolds. I do plan on having Tanya Chavez. I might even have Thrift Barringer on. I think that he is going to start being a weekly guest. And so we are going to have a crossover show, The Sports Beat. Georgia-Alabama Sports Live. And really, this show is presented by Georgia-Alabama Sports Live. So go and like the Facebook page. Go and like the YouTube channel. That is where we are going to be live streaming games. 15 to 20 high school games in the Chattahoochee Valley. Thrift Barrens and I are going to be live streaming. So let's go ahead and get into the show. Week one was very busy, especially in the state of Georgia. The public schools for Alabama does not start until next week. And I will get into a preview of week two, but let's go ahead and recap week one. Let's start with the game, The Thrift and I called. Glenwood, statement win over the St. Ampicelli Vikings, 38-12. to Dallas Crow in that first half, he was just moving the ball up and down the field on that Pacelli defense, which is a young defense. Pacelli had some signs. Jacob Brown with a touchdown pass. Pacelli looked good at times, but Glenwood, has proven why they are ranked number 1 in the AISA because Dallas Crow on offense, two touchdown passes, Lamont Burton on defense, seems like he was on in every tackle. He had double digit tackles for the Glenwood Gators and congratulations to head coach Ryan Nelson for picking up the win. Glenwood is 1 and 0 on the season. They will take on the Brookstone Cougars at Max Strong Stadium next week. Don't forget that you can watch the Glenwood Coaches Show Monday night at Mike and Ed's Barbecue as the head basketball coach, Dusty Perdue, hosts that and the head coach, Ryan Nelson. It was a success last week, and we're going to recap that Pacelli game and preview the upcoming Brookstone game for the Glenwood Gators. All right, let's go over to the other side of the river. At A.J. McClung Memorial Stadium, a rivalry renewed. They're no longer region opponents. The Carver Tigers, they get a statement win over the Hardaway Hawks, 47-6. to And if you haven't heard about this running back that Carver has, Deontay Childs with four rushing touchdowns. Carver is known for having big-time running backs. Isaiah Crowell, Flip Creedle, Jamari Riley, now Deontay Childs. The Carver Tigers get a big victory over the Hardaway Hawks, and they get ready to take on the Spencer Green Wave in the Heritage Bowl next week. Speaking of Spencer, Spencer down at Otis Spencer Stadium gets the victory over Greenville, 65 19. And so you got two 1 one-to-no teams that are going to be playing each other next week in the Heritage Bowl at A.J. McClung Memorial Stadium. I cannot wait for that game. That is going to be just an awesome game. Spencer has not beaten Carver since 2017. In fact, Carver has won 20 of the last 21 games against the Spencer Green Wave. So looking forward to that. And really, it brings the city of Columbus together. The oldest rivalry. You have the two oldest schools in Columbus facing off against each other. It is always an event. And I expect to see a lot of people out there at A.J. McClung Memorial Stadium at Kennett Stadium. Well, I think the Northside Patriots they put on a statement 58 to nothing over the Columbus Blue Devils and the visitor side of the bleachers for the Northside Patriots was packed. They were the visiting team even though Kennett Stadium is their home stadium. The Northside Patriots, I know they're missing Malachi Hosley. He was 85% of the offense last year, but Northside back on track as they get the victory over the Columbus Blue Devils, and I don't think they've skipped a beat. I think Caden Clay, a good quarterback, he's able to get the job done, and they've got a big game at Kennett Stadium next week. It will be a home game as they will take on the LaGrange Grangers, who fall to 0-1 after losing to Carver of Atlanta 28-12 to in their opener in Callaway Stadium. Over in Callaway Stadium, we had the Harris County Tigers. Taking on the Troop County Tigers, a border war between these two longtime rivals. And Troop gets the 31-7 victory over Harris County. Harris County's gonna be back in action. Their home opener, Hamilton, Georgia, taking on Russell County. And I have the privilege to announce here on this show that I will be calling this game on Georgia Alabama Sports Live and I'm excited. I was the public address announcer for Russell County in 2021. I called all their home games last season on CTV Beam and the CW Jabama. I'm looking forward to seeing Russell County in their opener, and it will be a road contest against the Harris County Tigers, the 5A school that did make the playoffs with a 2-8 and eight record, but they are looking to continue to improve under second-year head coach Tommy Watson and the Harris County Tigers, Russell County, both similar schools. I mean, they're on the outskirts of Columbus. And it seems like, in, whether you're in Seal, Alabama, or Hamilton, Georgia, it seems like the entire town shuts down, and they're at the football stadium. Durham Field is such a nice side. I actually went to a scrimmage game last year when they were playing LaGrange, and I just love seeing the mountains in the background. Hamilton, Georgia, you got the big water tower in the background, you could see the FDR State Park and just, just the mountains. It's just incredible up there in that Hamilton Pine Mountain area between Columbus and LaGrange. Harris County, about 30 minutes from Columbus. Considered part of Columbus, trying to give Harris County some love, and I'm excited to be live streaming a game between the Russell County Warriors and the Harris County Tigers. All right. We did have some teams in Columbus that were on the road last night. The Shaw Raiders, they dropped a heartbreaker to Marion County down in Buena Vista, 16-15. They were up 15-2 to two in this game. Nicholas Bates, the starting quarterback, he did have two touchdowns. The Shaw Raiders will take on another 0-1-1 team next week. It's a Thursday night game at Oda Spencer Stadium as they will take on the Kendrick Cherokees, who also fell on the road to Seminole County. And so you got two 0-1-1 teams facing off against each other next week at Otis Spencer Stadium. We had a huge upset in Manchester. You know, Manchester went to the second round of the playoffs uh, last year. They fell to the eventual state champions Bowden. Well, they defeated Bowden in Manchester 21-20, a huge upset. Schley County, the runner-up to Bowden in the state playoffs. They get a statement win over the team that they lost to to open the season last year, Tattnall Square Academy, 61-20. And Schley County is filled with stars, including four-star wide receiver Jaluis Solomon, who's verbally committed to Auburn, and Jake Kenzada is their starting quarterback, and he looked incredible. So much action in high school football. Southland Academy defeated Taylor County 16-8. to And another big upset. The Calvary Christian Knights get the 21-20 victory over the Gap State Champions Cherokee Christian in triple overtime. Congratulations to head coach Emmanuel Brunson picking up his first victory of the season. Calvary is in action at home against Lanier Christian Academy next week. I did not get into all the games for week two. It is time to preview week two because we have a massive slate of games for week two. Just a reminder, don't forget that we have the preview show, scoreboard show for Georgia Alabama Sports Live tomorrow. Thrift Barringer and I will be live on the Georgia-Alabama Sports Live Facebook and YouTube page. So check it out. Go in, like, and subscribe to the YouTube channel and the Facebook page. And uh, you definitely will enjoy it. It has really been fun covering not only all these high school teams in the Chattahoochee Valley, but you know I'm going in, I'm doing my research, I'm finding out the history of these schools, I'm writing about it in the Chattahoochee Valley Living. The next edition of the Chattahoochee Valley Living, I do have an op-ed piece talking about high school football and what it means in this community. And personally, as a broadcaster, I just want to give these student-athletes the best coverage they possibly deserve. I mean, it's really what they deserve because it's a way for them to get exposed. All right, now let's go to week two. We do have some Thursday night games. At Kinnett Stadium, it is the Columbus Blue Devils taking on the Jordan Red Jackets. You got the longest-tenured coach in the Chattahoochee Valley, Coach Phil Marino, for the Columbus Blue Devils. You have third-year head football coach Cadell Jenkins, who has resurrected this Jordan Red Jackets program. They finished the entire season last year. Even though they didn't win a game, the Jordan Red Jackets are looking to improve, and I'm really excited about this game. This is going to be one of many Thursday night games that Thrift Bar- Barger and I will be calling on Georgia-Alabama Sports Live. And I am super ecstatic to be calling Columbus and Jordan. We also have a game that was originally supposed to be played on Friday. I think that they're really trying to make sure that, that everybody comes to the Heritage Bowl or something because you had Troop County at Hardaway. It was supposed to be played at uh, A.J. McClung. Or Otis Spencer, not sure what uh, stadium they're going to be played at. It's going to be played at Memorial Stadium. It's being moved to Thursday. Troop County 1-0 on the season, taking on the Hardaway Hawks, uh, former region opponents. They're both in 4A. They're just in different regions now. The Shaw Raiders taking on Kendrick at Otis Spencer Stadium. And then we have the kickoff classic at the Cramden Bowl in Montgomery. we got a doubleheader. Starting on Thursday, we have the Beauregard Hornets. They surprised everybody last year when they made the playoffs. Yes, they're going to be missing their running back, Ja'Cory Tarver. He was the workhorse, carried most of the rushes, and had just a workload for the Beauregard Hornets. They are taking on Southside Selma at the Cramden Bowl. And then on Friday, we have a massive neutral site game for this kickoff classic. We have the Leica Bulldogs, led by head coach Eric Speakman. Their senior quarterback, Roman Gagliano, is really an experienced quarterback, but he's going to have his hands full because they are taking on the four-time state champions, the Thompson Warriors, led by their freshman quarterback, Trent Seaburn. It is going to be an epic battle at the Cramden Bowl, and looking forward to this kickoff classic. This is always a tradition. In the Alabama High School Athletic Association, every year there are four teams that are playing in the kickoff classic at the Cramden Bowl. And uh, you got Beauregard and Selma on Thursday. You got Opelika and Thompson on Friday. The Central Red Devils. They are in action on the road up against Hewitt Trustful. This is a battle of two top five schools in the AHSAA. A got that second a in there auburn taking on hoover another top five battle it's clear that the top five teams in 7a are thompson central auburn hoover and hewitt trustful you know that these five schools are going to end up meeting in the playoffs that is a big matchup remember hoover beat thompson last year in the regular season hoover's a very talented team Coach Etheridge, he had the two quarterback system at Auburn. Davis Harson has transferred out, obviously, because of circumstances. But Auburn, still a very talented cool school. They went, (laughs) they are cool. They went to the state championship against the Thompson Warriors last year, but they fell in the state championship. Some other schools in Georgia. I forgot to mention this one. Cedartown taking on Callaway. Are you kidding me? What a game. Cedartown ranked second in 4A behind Benedictine, taking on the Callaway Cavaliers as Callaway. They lost to Cedartown 47-7 on the road. This time, the game is at Callaway Stadium on Friday. It is the only action in LaGrange because Troop County and LaGrange are on the road. A big shout-out to Kevin Eckelberry of BTV Sports for providing all the coverage for LaGrange, Troop County, Callaway. I've had him on the show. He's been a great guest, and he's really passionate about covering these incredible high school football teams in Troop County. You have the Hanley Tigers taking on the Valley Rams. That's going to be at Ram Stadium. Tattnall Square Academy taking on the St. Ampicelli Vikings at Dymel Field. It is going to be the home opener for head coach Dwight Jones and the defending GIAA champions from last season the Pacelli Vikings. Glenwood is at Brookstone. This is going to be the opener for Brookstone. You can catch this game on WTVM. And a big shout out to Jonathan Hoppy and Tony Reese. I had the privilege of watching sports overtime last night. A big shout out to Jack Patterson and Tyler Redman. I watched the prep zone last night. So they both start at 1115. What I did was I recorded both and I watched them later. I appreciate the work that you guys do because it allows me to have a show where I do a podcast where I get into depth about all these high school football teams, and that's just what I love doing. And it prepares me for tomorrow's show on Georgia-Alabama Sports Live. All right, here we go. Beulah. I know the Beulah Bobcats do not get a whole lot of love. They were 1-9 and last year. They won their Jamboree game, but they're going to be on the road against Abbeville. And I'm going to try to make sure to give love to the Beulah Bobcats as they are a 3A school just outside of Valley, and uh, they're looking to turn their season around after going 1-9. and You got Heritage at Chambers Academy, Border War. Heritage is a GIAA school out of Noonan, Georgia, taking on a Chambers Academy team that did lose a close contest to Lee Scott Academy 14-7 on Thursday night. And then you have LaGrange taking on Northside. LaGrange fell to Carver of Atlanta, 28-12. to This was a 14-12 to game. The Panthers of Carver Atlanta had the two-point lead. LaGrange was about to punch it in, but then a scoop and score by the Carver safety, and then Carver got a pick six, and that was the difference in this game. Otherwise, LaGrange is a very talented team. They did defeat Northside 56-28 last season up at Callaway Stadium. This time... The game is going to be at Kennett Stadium. Kennett Stadium is going to be completely packed. The LaGrange faithful will make that trip down to Columbus. I work in LaGrange. When I'm out and about, like when I'm on my lunch break at work, and I go to eating places, on game day, you see nothing but blue. And they will take on the Northside Patriots. who Northside has a very good fan base. I expect Kennett Stadium to be packed. We do have a special doubleheader on Saturday. Part of the kickoff classic at Dan Washburn Stadium in Lynette, Alabama. You have these four teams that play each other every year. So the first game, Notasauga taking on Lynette. This is going to be the debut of head football coach for the Lynette Panthers, Coach Chip Siegel. Now he's taken over for legendary head coach Clifford Story, who won state titles in 2017 and 2019. It's going to be at Dan Washburn Stadium. This time a year ago, Clifford Story, he set the record for the most all-time wins in Lynette, who he beat Dan Washburn, who the stadium is named after. Lafayette is taking on Lo at Dan Washburn Stadium as well. The poke away, Rico Newton, they're losing J.C. Hart. He is the three-star running back that's now committed to Auburn. So you just got an action-packed week two of high school football. Thank you, everybody, for watching the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel and Facebook. Go and like the Georgia Alabama Sports Lives Facebook and YouTube channel as well. We'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget that I'm also on WQEE five days a week from two to three as I cover not just all the sports in the Chattahoochee Valley. I cover every sport possible, including the national sports as well. Before I close, a big shout out, congratulations to Damian, the Nighthawk Daniels, for getting the head coaching position at the Columbus Lions. The former Columbus Lions player, he's got his jersey, retired up in the rafters, number four, he's got 117 interceptions in his arena career, and he is going to be a fantastic coach. In 2022, he was the defensive coordinator for the Columbus Lions, and I'm looking forward to for coach daniels he's currently the defensive backs coach at carver and the former shaw raider he's staying here in his hometown and he is going to do well for the columbus lions as they enter a new arena league as they are entering the american indoor football league and it's going to be a lot of excitement in 2024 thank you for watching this show on facebook live and youtube live and uh we'll see you next time